And now, Jabroni Studios, in association with Big Herm Productions, is proud to present to you, recording from an undisclosed location in Oakdale, Connecticut, it's Chris Burns, it's Chris Lynch, this is Dysfunction Junction. Welcome back to the award-winning podcast that has not won a damn thing ever in the history of ever. Strap in, kids. You're going to have fun this week as I say welcome to Dysfunction Junction. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm Chris Burns. To the right of me on the screen is my esteemed co-host. Hey, Dribbling Lynch. Dribbling Lynch. And, of course, from the main office in Pupo, Colorado, we welcome Michael P.S. Big Herm. Herman, how's everybody doing this week, bro? Up, everybody? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Doing all good. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's a shitty weekend. Uh, I had a shitty day today. Like that sucks. Tell about, your, tell about your shitty day. Oh, uh, so <clears throat> wake up this morning about three in the morning, and I'm in some really serious pain with my right shoulder. Uh, it started hurting me Friday night-ish, Saturday during the day. And I figured it was ah, just me getting old. Um but it got to the point overnight last night into this early this morning that it was a like a fire in my shoulder. So yeah. I, I texted them and said, hey, uh, thanks, but no thanks. I won't be there today, but I will be going to the doctor. Um, <clears throat> you know, here, here's here's something funny. You know, they got walking clinics all over the place here in Norwich and Gales Ferry and Groton. Mm-hmm. Walking clinics. Two words, walk in in. They're not walk-ins anymore. You have to make an appointment to go to the walk-in. The two note the two ones in Norwich told me, oh no, we're appointment only. I said, but it says walk-in out front. Well, yeah, we're booked. But you're a walk-in. <laughs> so I get on my little phone gimmick and minute clinic at CVS pops up. Like, oh, they want an old Saybrook? No complaints. Boobs, yes. Lots of them. Um the symphony so- of dysfunction has started. We definitely need to get a soundbite, Herm, for that. I've got, I've got, I've got to get just the riff. I played around six twenty every day. Every yeah, pretty much. So anyway, I go to the, I go to the walk-in clinic in the in CVS, and I either have an impingement of my nerve in my right shoulder, or I have a rotator cuff injury. So that's where I'm at now. Um, I have to go to the walk-in orthopedic clinic tomorrow afternoon. And Will you be able to walk in, or do you have to let them know six weeks in advance that you're coming? Uh, I called them this afternoon and said I would Drag your ass tomorrow. into work and throw yourself on the floor. That's it. Well, it's funny because I described what was wrong with me in my text to work to my, uh, <coughs> my, my boss and the guy who's training me. That's an injury from loading machines. Mm-hmm. They're freaked out because I'm only there three weeks, and that oh god, he's already hurt on the job. Workman's constipation. This 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 nigga got a job just to fucking fleece us. (laughs) I mean, is this motherfucker serious, John? That's not a move. He is. That's not a move I put on Lynch. But hey, no, no, never in a million years. That's why I'm joking about it. But can you imagine being three weeks? This motherfucker's trying to take us for a ride. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" They think I'm trying to fuck them over. Right, right, you Christ. But, right. I'm gonna get fired just because they think I'm gonna fuck them over. Yeah. But that was my day. Hey, when in Rome, do as the <laughs> other employees do. Fuck it. Get your workman's constipation. I already have constipation. Well, that's now, why I now, shit at work. Now get it at work. I have constipation, and I shit at work now. 
That's right. The All owner right. makes a dollar, because I make a dime. I take a 10-minute shit. I take a 12-minute shit five days a week. At the end of the week, that's an hour. At the end of the year, they've paid me a week's salary plus vacation days to shit. I can't I've even always, do that. Do the math. I've, do the I've math. Been, I have always gone by my father's philosophy and said, you got to take a shit, do it at work, and get paid for it. Stab straight. If I take a 12-minute shit five days a week, I get an hour paid for free every week. I'm on the road all the time. I shit where I can get it. Hey, you need Lynch's shit mobile. Yeah, I do. Oh, welcome, Sammy. Oh, How oh, are you? It? Sammy oh, chimes in. I thought we banned her from the show. No, it's only, it was a one-day ban. <laughs> she's lucky she's cute and shit. As, as long as she doesn't come back with some of that silly shit all over oh, again. Yeah. While Lynch is away, um, I don't want to get too deep into my story, but Herm, I'll tell you, I just talked to uh, Chad Hatfield today, and oh. he says hello. and Hello to the Hayseed. I will uh, let him know that you said hello, Hayseed. Always good talking to Chad, although this was a rather deep conversation that went on forever. But he's he's doing good. He's he's trying. All all he can do right now is just try, my man. Yeah, yeah. So before Lynch that. before Lynch rattles off his asshole of the week, it is time for me to tip my cap to a couple of our viewers and say congratulations. To the fans of the Michigan Wolverines who, after, after, see, I look at the Ohio State Buckeyes this weekend and they played like the Falcons. They did three quarters of real solid football and then they forgot and then they, they just, the fourth then quarter. They just, then they just gave up. It was like 45 to It wasn't 20. even that they gave up. They just, like, just, they they just they, stopped. They, they they just sucked is what they, they did. They just stopped. It's like they were playing, and then all of a sudden, there were, somebody came in and was like, all right, guys, that's enough. Cut it. And yeah, they, they hit just, the pause button on only one yeah, team. Yeah, like all of, somebody told them it was five minutes of four on Friday, and they were just like, ah, fuck it. Nah, shit, ah. I ain't doing that. <laughs> it looked great. They looked great. I watched it at work, and they looked great, and then the fourth quarter happened. Yeah, the, some, the bottom fell out. Some space-time continuum fucked-up shit happened. Oh, but and... I can't I can't bitch too bad. Uh, good food, good company. Uh, I wore the hat. I'm going to do the jersey next week as part of my deal. Wear the jersey, get my picture made with it, and, uh, you know, man of my word, man, when I lose a bet like that, that's why I don't bet money. Because if I just said I'll bet you two hundred bucks, I'm out two hundred bucks. Oh, I always bet money. Money's Hell always no. much. Money's much Bragging easier rights. than a, money's always much easier than embarrassment. Hell no, bragging rights are what I'm all about. Money's not. Money isn't everything, but it beats whatever's in second place. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't know. <laughs> I can still pay my rent on bragging rights. Yeah. 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 But it's all good. And then, of course, you know, going from one Falcon team to another, the actual Falcons were a bucket of suck on Sunday. It's just been a shit weekend. And then I lose to Derek the Undertaker in fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, I know. Picture my, that. My team took a fucking ass whooping this week because I didn't. I haven't team. looked at the matchups yet. I didn't see how you did. Nobody, uh, nobody watched that fucking shit. Denver? Nobody? Anybody? No, what no, the I didn't watch it. Dude, did, you didn't see his own offensive lineman chew him the fuck out? No. I, didn't I saw it on a Dude, replay. his own team got so fucking pissed at him, one of the offensive linemen turned around and chewed him out like he was a red-headed stepchild, bro. I loved when they showed it on ESPN. It was, you Dude, know... He was going to kill him. They're talking over it, 
And you can see him mouth the words, get your fucking head fucking in the shit game. together. Yeah, yes. Get your fucking head in the game. I was like, you tell him. Good for him. <laughs> he fucking was not. And you could hear it when you could hear it over it. And they were talking, but in uh, on the when it happened, you could hear it. The on-field camera up above picked it up enough. You knew exactly what the fuck mm-hmm. was going on. And like basically the whole team was like, what the fuck, Russell? For the first time, they just were like, what the fuck? Fuck. Yo, this is a guy who went from MVP to POS in a matter of two, three seasons. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. But together, kid. Yeah. So, um, my I guess you know I don't have an asshole of the week. I just got the Michigan Wolverines, and you know now I got to spend the next three hundred sixty-four days listening to these two jokers and others around the country who are giving me more shit than I can eat over the last couple of days, but it'll thin out. You know, my birthday's coming up, Christmas, and then it'll start again on January 1st where they'll really start giving it to me. But if Herm wants to hit the button, rumor has it that Senor Dribbling Lynch is coming in hot and he's got what? 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 Wait, before we before we get into the meat and potatoes, um, well, why don't we just say a prayer and uh, holy shit, what happened to Mystic last night? Oh, yeah. Tell him about it. All right. Oh yeah, um, I, I, you don't I know where that. we're from. We're in Connecticut. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. North. Yes. Uh, so last night at a, I don't remember what time. I want to say it was like six thirty. Um, my Facebook just blows up with pictures of a fire, and I, it, it they're literally popping up so fast I can't read where it is until I get five seconds, and it's like holy shit, it's downtown Mystic. They they uh, they to- they that fire toned out that fire toned out at eight forty five. That's what it was. Your eight. time. Yeah. And um, my buddy, Chris, that I used to work with over at Noble, is working over at, uh, he's over at the Shipwright's Daughter, very high Michelin star chef's exclusive place. Um, they shut the place down because uh, by nine o'clock, uh, at, by nine o'clock when the truck showed up, <clears throat> um, there was embers and shit floating over in the people that were outside on the deck. It was getting in the food. They pulled all the food and left. But yeah, like. I um, I had pictures of that before it even. I have a picture of that when Chris sent me the picture and he's like, "There, hey Jordan, what's up?" Hey Jordan, uh, he hey, sent yo, me the yo. picture and he's like, "There's a big fire over at across the across the river." Now at this point, um, it was quarter of nine, so basically the fire had just started when. At like nine o'clock was when he sent me the picture. So it was small. Okay. What I saw was a little teeny tiny ball of fire, a little glow behind a, where's my fucking phone? But it was small. All right. By the time you guys saw it on Facebook, the place was burning. But I saw that when it was just like, it looked like somebody had a rather large campfire going mm-hmm. over there in a parking lot. Yeah. And, and people, yeah, it, it, people from all over the, People from all over the country who I used to live in the area were like messaging me because I was one of the ones in our little group to post it. Where is this? Where is this? And I'm like, well, if you're in downtown Mystic at the marina, it's on the Stonington side of the river, uh, at the dead end of at the very end of Cottrell Street, which literally is right. That's where Red Thirty Six is. That's where um, the main marina is. Uh, if you go over the bridge into Stonington, it's just to the right of that. You make you go straight through the bridge, and you to your right. You could have seen it from standing at the flagpole in downtown Mystic. Um, I got first-hand pictures sent to me by people who responded. Uh, buildings and propane tanks and 
boat tank, uh, boat gasoline tanks were just exploding left and right because it it's a marina that shits all over the place. They take propane out for their grills and they have gas tanks on for their little dinghies and uh, lifeboats. It was a mess. And it was a four. A fourth tone was Mohican Facet. It was four alarm. Uh, yeah. They toned the out. Four, they toned the, Mystic, Norwich, Ashaway, and Westerly. And uh, Mohegan. Uh-huh. And Mohegan. Norwich, was it? It was... Norwich, Yantic, and another Norwich department went out too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but they basically toned out any. They toned out all available departments in Norwich. Uh, they toned out all available in Westerly, all available in Ashaway, and yeah, and Mystic toned out as well. But the, they that that there was a four additional fire departments from two additional <clears> states. Um. Yeah, and Mohegan Fast Team was there. Uh, my friend Jeremy, who recently got promoted to lieutenant at the Mohegan Tribal Fire Department, he was keeping a, keeping a good uh, tally as to what was going on. Um, the day after pictures don't do it justice. I hear uh, you see a couple of burnt buildings and some. No, it's just it's just it's, a, um, it's just a large. Just looks like a large bunch of black and. The picture they took, unfortunately, is from the air, rather high. It, it does show yeah. you if you know the area, <coughs> how the, the 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 quantity of square footage that was wrecked because it's just black and you can just mm -hmm. see a, where it was torched. But it was a big chunk of mystic. That burned no, it was. Stuff. It was. Uh, but from the air, the way that is, you can't. It does. I would have liked a, a closer picture to the ground to be able to see a little more of just how how badly it was burned. And they haven't come up with a de determined a uh, cause or whether it was intentional or accidental. Um, of course, the fire investigation is ongoing right now, as we speak. Oh, yeah. uh, it, my gut says it's accident. I mean, I, I don't think anyone in that area would intentionally set a fire. Right. In my heart of hearts, I, I feel that. But, you never uh, know. Yep. Jordan, to answer crazy. your question. Sorry, Lynch. Uh, Jordan, yeah. just answering your question. There was a fire uh, in downtown Mystic right on the water near at the at the seaport marina last night and uh started about nine o'clock and uh they lost four buildings we're not talking about like four houses we're talking about like um we're talking shipyard about like, buildings. like shipyard buildings we're talking like four warehouses and a restaurant were burnt to the fucking ground um it happened that fast and in the area there's propane gasoline tanks all sorts of flammables fiberglass um the downtown mystic on the water went up like a roman candle last night um like when you see pictures of that there, there there's is. a video of it right there that's from the street that's like yeah. literally yeah that's was that two blocks three blocks away no two not blocks. even i mean you're, like the, block. you're you're a, that's the block because there's the street and the house and down the okay the yeah i see i see fire. i see yeah you like I'll be, that dude could throw a rock and hit that fire from where he was taking a picture wow that's it's nuts big. Well, yeah, thoughts and prayers go out to all those folks and, uh, you know, especially the folks in and around that. Uh, Matt Pistol, welcome. Uh, he says, have they said how it started? I don't believe they have. No, oh, not yeah. yet. They're they're still yeah. investigating, Matt, on uh, exactly how that started. But, yeah, quite the 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 scary, huge-ass fucking fire downtown Mystic. And the, potential is... for, the potential for further loss was huge because there's a lot of small, a lot of things in that small area that could light up like a like a match and it, well, I, was talking to, I was the talking wind to wasn't helping. and the the way it worked is um because of the wind last night and the way the winds were blowing through there the fire actually jumped over the water yep. uh, in the in the in the yep. marina there is an inlet that for dock for there's an inner dock 
and it's in the picture of the scorched earth. That's that long strip of water down the center. Uh, and if you notice, everything on both sides of the water is completely fucking torched. Um, that's what happened. One side yep. was burning. It got hot, and it got so hot that it blew the heat and the oh. fire right across the water and lit everything else up on the other side. That's insanity. Yep. So, yeah. Oh. Thoughts and prayers and all that other good vibe to uh, residents of Mystic that area or anyone who has family out there. Hopefully, I, I haven't heard any injuries. Uh, the only thing I've heard of is per, uh, property loss. Let's hope that's all. Right, and give, give a give a huge shout out to the first responders who contained oh, it, oh, so there weren't any loss yeah. of life. Yeah, all and and yes, sir. And you know, you you can replace shit. You can't replace people. Exactly. Right. Absolutely. And prayers. All right, on to the asshole. All right, hit that funky music, white boy. Lynch right, has I'm working a, on it. Lynch I'm working has. On it. I'm I'm introing it. Sorry. So Lynch has himself him hit easy for me to say in English. Has himself an asshole of the week, and we get to hear about it. So once we hear that funky music, we'll talk about it. Talk to us, Lynch. I'll walk, walk and talk in. So anyway, as I, most of you who listen uh, probably already know, I live in Connecticut in a town called Oakdale, part of Montville. A little village, and we had you had the two options for garbage pickup. You either pay a minute waste to come get it. Now, with my driveway being a third of a mile long, I opt to bring it to the transfer station, and that's option two. You get a pass, pay a hundred bucks for the year to bring your they trash. Don't, to the they don't have any private. Uh, you can. I'm, I'm. I'm just. I'm just asking. Can, is it an uh, option? But, uh, the majority of the people in town use yep. just use Willamette waste because they're a. The most prevalent and be probably the cheapest. Okay. I never looked into it. I never looked into that because, like I said, it's a third of a mile for me to drag a trash can down the pickup. Right. I could put it. I could put it in the back of the truck, but it's just easier for me to go to the dump. Um, so this season, they had announced that they were going to take your dump pass that you get, which is a sticker that put affixes to your windshield. It's got a barcode on it. They've, it's always had a barcode on it. <clears throat> And that they're going to start scanning and tracking how much trash you bring to the dump. That was January of this year. Out of the blue, they start scanning. No announcements, nothing in the Montville. This is why I wanted to wait a week, Chris, because I wanted to do due diligence before I call call the town of Montville a fucking asshole. Okay. Because <clears throat> I wanted to make All sure right. that I didn't I didn't miss something. So I've spoken to people who work there. I've spoken to representatives of the town, and I spoke to a journalist who works for Montville Times, none of which happened. There was no letters, no Facebook posts saying, hey, effective November, whatever, we're going to be scanning your tags, and you're limited to eight bags per week, one trip, on recyclables, <coughs> as, much as, as much as you can carry in one trip. And the reason I was going to call him an asshole last week is because it caused such a fucking fiasco at the gate. Nobody knew. Nobody knew what was going on. So you have little old men arguing the fact they got 12 bags. Guys like me who are just like, what the fuck? I didn't see this announced anywhere. Just deal with it. I make two bags of trash per day. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. That's just myself and my wife. And I recycle. And the animal kingdom. Let's not forget you. Yeah, I... I have four dogs, a rabbit, and some fish. So 
It's the fish. Those fuckers are dirty. They make a lot of trash. Yeah, they well, do. Bruce, Bruce took up about a bit, chunk this big of the trash can this this week. I'm not going to lie. He froze. I put. I left him outside. He froze. He was a fish stick. Um, he was Walt Disney. Yeah. Eyes uh, bugging out. It was all creepy. Oh, hi, uh, Bruce, they... otherwise known as Ted Williams. So I have this old <coughs> chair. I had this old chair in the back of my the back of my pickup truck last week when I when I went to drop off. He says, "All right, I need your I need your little orange card." I'm like, "Well, you have it on computer. You should be able to track me on computer if I brought anything here. I, I haven't brought anything here." Well, if you don't have your card, it's twenty five bucks. I say, "Excuse me, twenty five bucks to dump the chair." I said, "I'll just drive out of here and dump it on, out in the front yard, right in front of you." All they're doing is encouraging people to, to illegally dump, burn garbage, which they're not supposed to do, and just cause chaos in the town of Montville, who has complained about blight with trash for the last seven years that I've lived here. So what am I paying for <clears throat> for $120 a year for my dump pass? I'm limited to one trip a week. Their hours are not always conducive to people who work a nine-to-five job. They're closed two days a week. No, excuse me, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, they're closed, and their hours are weird. And if God forbid there's a holiday, they, they took oh you're they fucked. Took, they took Black Friday off. Uh, sorry, Black Friday is not a holiday. Fuck you. Black Friday is not a holiday. It's made up, and it's an excuse for offices to give people four day weekends. Oh yeah, that's all it is. It, it just take a, they just take a four day weekend. That's all it really like is. Valentine's Day is not a real <laughs> holiday either. So no, it's not. Not to get into an argument with a guy at the gate. I said, I'll make sure to find my orange orange card. But the next time I come here, that punch better be in that computer. Because why do you have a computer system to track how many bags I'm bringing in per trip if you're not going to update the bulky waste stuff in there? I said, it's useless. Well, I, that's just the way it is. If you don't have have your, your little punch card with you, we're going to have to charge you every time you come. You know what, Phil? Get your shit together. Quit being an asshole. You, you, they can't get out of their own fucking way. Now, I like living in this town. I've lived here seven years. The local politics is a fucking soup sandwich. Uh, I have been invited to, to get on the police transition committee. Um, we are going Wait, from the police here are gay. I was just going to say that the police. Are, what are they? Are, are they? Are they all transitioning so, from one to the next, or is it multiple is, transitions? What is a cop? <laughs> A dick with a gun. No. <laughs> no. Um, we have a resident state trooper, much like Ledger does. So we are not an official police department. We are constabulatory. I was going to say you're constables. So <clears throat> they are going full cop, and there's going to be this transition period where they're looking for residents to be on the committee. And I was invited to be on the committee. Or initially, I was like, ah, fuck it. Now I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to see this shit done right. There you go. I, I, you know, I always joke in the seven years that I've lived here, I've seen a cop exactly twice. Once he pulled me over because my registration was expired and I didn't know it. I actually thanked the guy because the state of Connecticut did not send me a dummy letter. Hey, dummy, your reg is up. And the second time was for an accident that I was in in front of Mohegan Sun. <laughs> I never see cops out in, in Montville, not on my side of Montville. No, on the other it. side, though, you see. I'm going to say time. over on the other side because they're known to be complete pricks. Yep. It's, it's it's it. They're, they're known to be more uh, extra dickish. And I'm thankful than, that I know two of them they have that are. Be. 
Yeah, I know, I'm thankful that I know two of them that are at least in supervisory capacity that I've known from other police departments or through a friend of a friend. So Tom Montville, congratulations. You won asshole of the week this week for misinforming, wow. under, under-informing, and just ca- your attitude sucks. It's a better wow. way to get, there's a better way to, to disseminate information to its residents other than tough shit, pay 25 bucks or you don't dump here. Right. We forgot I'll to just, mention last week. I'm sorry, Lynch. Finish your thought. Just dump it in the street. Burn it. That's okay. what I'm saying. If they can do it in San Francisco, they can do it here, too. Fuck them. San Fran. You know, They're a special kind of stupid. I, I don't remember the last time I walked through Montville and I saw a homeless man with his dick out. Okay. Or people that's shitting a, on the street shooting heroin. That's total California. San Francisco right. and, and L.A. We forgot to mention last week, and we uh, Lynch and I did a small video. I don't know if any of you saw it. Judging by the numbers, you haven't. Uh, the studio lost another member of the family this week. We'd like to say goodbye to Bruce the Fish. Uh, big old chomper that he was. Uh, other than Dick Fish, he was my favorite fish, and now they're both gone. All I have now is the jumping penis monkeys out there, the fucking albino dick frogs or whatever the fuck. He was a good fish. <laughs> he fished well. And and what? may he may he rest in water. <laughs> or wherever the fuck wherever the fuck Lynch or, or wherever the fuck Lynch put him. Uh, the land, right. the land fell. Probably gonna come back to life. Probably gonna may, come back to life and haunt me. May he help may he, may he compost and help a tree grow. Amen. Amen. So are you guys ready? I think this is going to be fun. I'm ready. So here are the rules. Here are the rules, because I know sometimes we like to get a little rambunctious. I've assigned each of these to one of you. I'm not taking one. I'll chime in at the end, as all of us will. But the first one goes to Herm. So I'm going to read the blurb from Reddit from a substat called Am I the Asshole? These are real stories, I hope, that people send into Reddit and they want to know. Wait, what does Herm's shirt say? He's going to try to stand up. Would you put your meat in my mouth? You're going to want to swallow. There you go. <laughs> I can speak from your brisket. That's about it. The burnt ends are still top notch. Oh, oh, All right. So the rules are, I'm going to read it out loud. And then when it comes time, I'm going to say, Herm, this person's asking you, am I the asshole? You and I shut up until the end. And then when Herm makes his decision, we'll chime in. You're each going to get as many as we can fit into this episode. Cannot wait. Herm, you won the blind toss that neither of you knew about. Because it was blind. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, our first one. Let me see if I can find their name. They usually try to add their name. Uh, This comes from Positive Balance 3756. This was four days ago. So my mother-in-law came to stay with us for a few weeks till her home is renovated for Christmas. I'm a woman also. Good that she knows what she is. The problem is, is that she has been randomly walking in on me while I'm in the bathroom. Thankfully, not once has she seen me naked because I started picking up on her behavior after the second time in one week. 
She'd barge in, then turns and says, oh, sorry, then closes the door. I tried talking to my husband about it, but he kept ignoring me, then flat out said, so what if she accidentally seen you naked? She's family. He seriously said that. We have a lock, and I could have used it, but I have post-trauma from the idea of locking, being locked in a room after my brother locked me in the bathroom when I was five. <sighs> I already know Herm's answer, but I'm going to keep reading. So I came up with this idea. I'd go inside the bathroom pretending to use it and wait for her to come in. Because honestly, it's deliberate at this point. When she accidentally barges in, she'd see me in a weird, awkward pose. For example, doing a ballet stand, standing on the toilet, or just standing facing the wall with my hands up, fully clothed, of course. I could see how awkward and weird this would be for her because she'd stand there for a few seconds trying to figure out what I was doing. It was hilarious at first seeing her initial confusion, but she told my husband about it, claiming, quote, she's caught me practicing rituals in the bathroom. I cleared things with my husband and revealed the real reason why, and my husband was livid. He called me childish and said that I made his mom feel terrified and weirded out by my behavior. He said that I should have acted maturely and locked the damn door instead of playing mind games Am I the asshole? Yes. Yes, you are completely the asshole. <laughs> completely the asshole. Okay? There's a lock on a door for a reason. It's like the number one signal when you try to go into a bathroom that lets you know right off the fucking rip somebody's in there. Because it only locks from the inside. Otherwise, you got to get the little stick and do the pokey thing. All right? Mm -hmm. It locks from the inside. That's it. Nobody has, a, nobody has a bathroom door with a key on the outside. If you do, there's a problem. The, the, what's, what, what the fuck's going on? Like, what is going on in the bathroom? In like, you, that you need to dirt. lock it and, and screen who the fuck comes in. But yeah, you're an asshole. Um, look, do you make a lot of noise? Is the house loud? Is it almost silent when somebody goes to the bathroom? You don't know what it is because I'll tell you right now. In this house, you can't hear shit. In another room with this, with the walls being stucco, you don't hear shit. Yeah, they call I'm so agreeing if, with if you. Is the house quiet? If the house is quiet, all right. Well, um, you lock the door. So instead, you take what is quite possibly. Um... <laughs> oh, Sammy wants to know. If can we can play? play? <laughs> Put her comment up. I'm going to. All right. Sammy says they're both assholes. Her for not locking the door, and mother-in-law for not knocking on a closed door. Good call by you. Right, but possible i can give you that but again again the playing the playing the the, the litigator style here and playing devil's advocate <clears throat> we also don't know what the um i've gone to houses where the bathroom's door is always shut and you just go in and that you know what i mean mm -hmm. you go into the bathroom so again we don't have there is information missing to make a full complete judgment but if you thought it was was deliberate you could have talked about it, but you already admitted that you have some sort of fucked up head trauma with bathrooms to begin with. So <laughs> I got anybody it. I got walking it. by the bathroom is like, you know, you've got fucking Anthony Hopkins fuck, or whatever it is. You've, you've got psycho syndrome, but uh, uh. I'm typing this in. I don't want to say it out loud. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to hell for this, by the way. You know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to type it because you're Just done. Just say it. It seems like our asshole has BTSD, bathroom traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. Uh, and 
All it takes is open a window, lock the door. You know who did the locking. You know you can get out. If you'd have talked to her, I'm with Herm on this one. If you'd have talked to her, maybe it would have went this way, but you circumvented. You went to the husband. Your husband thinks you're nuts. Now the mother-in-law thinks you're nuts. Yeah, you are the asshole. Yeah, I'll buy that. I mean, like Sammy said, they, they both could have done better. But Well, yeah, I mean, if, you know. If it's my, if it's my house, which uh, I wouldn't put this past my mother because she's at, in outer space 90% of the fucking time. That is true. Right, like, and she doesn't wouldn't even realize somebody had gone in there. She'd just walk in, right? Right, right. And she'd go, oh, sorry. And she'd walk <laughs> out, but she wouldn't do it again. She would make sure, oh, shit, I better knock next mm-hmm. time. I don't probably take a shit while you were showering. (laughs) Or shit in the shower. (laughs) I wouldn't put anything past your mom. I need a two by four. I can't get this turd down the shower. Eating breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) That was my dad. That was my dad. Cup of coffee and a bagel as he's getting ready. On the shitter. On the shitter. shitter. God bless that man. I I can't eat where I shit, literally. All right. Are you ready, Lynch? I am bored. All right, here we go. This one comes from Throwaway One Two Three Four Five. This was ten days ago. I'm a 32 year old female, and I've been with my wife Ava for eight years now, but we've been married for five. She was a single mom of three kids when we started dating. She had two daughters, now 10 and 12, and a son who is now 16. I've watched these kids grow up. I've read bedtime stories, fun <coughs> bath time, the first day of school, PTA meetings, all of it. I very much consider them to be my kids, and they've been calling me mom for almost six years now. My brother Ivan, who's 28, just had a baby girl with his wife, Sarah, 27. I love my niece, and my kids adore their cousin. My kids have been the only grandchildren on my side of the family since Ava and I got together, and there's never been a moment where the kids or my wife were treated like they didn't belong. My brother is their uncle. My mom and dad have always been Nana and Pop. The kids see my family as their family, and I always thought that my family felt the same way. The kids and I were over at my brother's house just hanging out, and my parents ended up dropping by with gifts for my niece. Ivan laughed when he saw the toys and told our mom and dad that they were going to end up spoiling her rotten. My mom said, since my niece is their first grandchild, of course they have to spoil her. My kids were sitting in the living room with all of us, and my youngest daughter looked hurt when she realized what my mother said. My son and my 12-year-old didn't fully react to it, but I could tell it bothered them too. Sarah spoke up and said, oh, you mean your first grandbaby, not your first grandchild. My dad shook his head and replied that my niece was their first grandchild. I didn't want my kids to keep sitting there listening, so I handed my son the keys and I told him to wait in the car with his sisters. When they were gone, I asked my parents what in the hell they'd said that made my kids not their grandchildren, and my mom said they couldn't be grandchildren because they weren't my real children. My wife and I were going to be hosting Thanksgiving this year at our house, but I told my parents that if they didn't view my kids as their family, they could just host a meal at their own house while their real family, with their real family, while I spent the holiday with mine. I left before they could say anything else to me, and my wife and I have reiterated to the children that they will always be my kids and I will always be their mom, regardless of DNA. My brother is pissed at me now because he thinks I reacted too harshly and that I should try to see where my parents are coming from. My mom texted that she and dad love the kids, but they still aren't the grandchildren, and she hopes that we can come to an understanding 
because she doesn't want to ruin my niece's first Thanksgiving. I haven't replied back. I meant what I said, but I'm worried that maybe I'm reacting too harshly. Am I the asshole? No, absolutely not. You know what? Because if it were me, then how do I treat how do I treat your daughter? Like she's your own. Do I ever say, oh, this is not my real niece? No, never. And like my little sister, Michelle, who's in Florida. I never refer to her as just Michelle from Florida. She's my little sister. Mm -hmm. My dad basically adopted her when she was 16 years old. And she lived with us for quite some time. That's my sister, whether it's blood or not. Mm -hmm. Flesh and bone, she's my sister. And I'm the same way with anybody who, who would be... Yeah, thank you, Matt. Not the asshole. She is not the asshole. The mother, all right, I can understand what the brother's point of view. Talk it out, get it, get over, get it over with, get the get the logistics worked out. And say that really hurts me. Because I treat everybody like their family. And you should too. These these two kids look up to you as their grandparents. And you just smash that. That's a tough, that's a tough thing to come back from when you're that young. Um, you're old enough to understand, but not quite old enough to kind of remember it forever but then if you're a mature kid that that could really fucking haunt you i mean it's like finding out when you're 30 that your parents aren't your real parents you mm -hmm. still love them you still love them they're your parents they raised you they're just not, not biologically you were adopted mm -hmm. you know but still i have friends who were adopted kids and they're, they're, the parents still look at them as their child just because they came from somebody else <clears throat> that that that's just a byproduct of, of, of their of what happened to them all right. Yeah. Yeah. The, she is not the asshole. Okay. Right. Um, uh, if, to, to put some context into this, my brother has two beautiful stepdaughters and my mother and father do not treat them any differently because they're not blood. They've been in our lives per se for about, let me do the math here. Eight or nine years now. One is 19 and one is 17. So since they were, you know, child age yeah not quite a teenager but not a baby and they've never treated either one of those kids any better or worse than they treat emma so um i'm with you uh this young lady is not the asshole no i don't, I don't think so at all all right sperminator your call uh i don't think she's the asshole um <clears throat> I don't know how old she is, but there, people are raised differently. People in different families have different rules and different thoughts on things. Um, those children are not blood. Okay, now I'm not saying that blood makes you family, but for the fact of family, blood does make you blood, mm -hmm. and and it. And, in, and that is a ticket into an ex, in a slightly more exclusive club. Now, extended families, extended family, and mixed families are good, are, are, are fine. I have a mixed family. Uh, everybody pretty much has a mixed family nowadays to, mm -hmm. to one degree or another. Um, but sometimes, as I've found out, Sometimes decisions come down to who's blood and who's not. And on an older generation, um, that could very much so be even more more of a 
of a of a box to check. Um, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying families are all different. And you, as their parent, you know, you, you've married, they're your kids. You have the right to also talk to your spouse, uh, male or female or whatever the fuck it is, um, and make a decision that you feel is best for your family. So you don't always have to freak out and think you're, you might be the asshole. Sometimes you kind of have to be the asshole uh, as far as the, the, the handling of it in order to cut out which figure is toxic. You have to make a decision that's best for your family. Uh, the same way that the brother and the, the parents are making that decision as to what they feel is right and best for theirs. Um, so, you know, in turn, you, you can you, you can defend yourself and protect your children from that if that's what you feel. Uh, okay. Uh, probably sounds like I'm talking in circles. No, I, but, yeah, I um, agree with I agree 100% with what you're saying. Every family is different, so you don't know how that shit ranks. And maybe you just, unfortunately, here's the first situation where that's come up to that, that's that, that kind of makes it, uh, that, that gives rank. Well, uh, like your first, like your first question, we're, we're missing a lot of context behind, behind it. So, and you know, I they're mean, never going to share everything. Oh, right, no, right, right. I mean, no, no, we, we end up with a lot of context missing. And you're also getting, the you're we're also getting one side so we're judging one side so there you're also there's there, i'd love to hear what 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 mom and grandpa had would have have would have to say about why well, i would curious, love to hear, i would love to hear their know, side again there, also, there, that critical thinking that i don't have being able to listen to both sides yeah um, it sucks being a critical thinker and being accused <laughs> of not being a critical thinker well yeah critical um, thinking doesn't mean you hear it and agree with it it means you hear it listen to it dissect give it. it value and 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 then then process it how you want and exactly. how it works it, for those of you, uh, anybody who doesn't know what reddit is it can be a, it can be a rabbit hole of despair <laughs> so sometimes sometimes the the content coming from said said site reddit is Questionable at best, but and these that's of, and these type of threads are usually done in jest, and they're usually they're real. These are people looking for honest answers because they really don't know, or they don't have a friend they can talk to. Because they and come I, from a generation where they get their their affirmation from the internet rather than asking folks like us that know right, them. Right, and I, I I love Reddit. I love reading it. I like looking at the crazy craziness that goes on about it. My, I love my favorite. Sam, I love Sammy's three comments, but I have to point out Matt's. Sorry to stop you, Lynch. I was just I, just reading Matt's. I wonder how they signed the Christmas cards before the new grandchild was born. Was it side grandma and grandpa? If so, then definitely not the asshole. You know, there it is, Matt. That's one of those those pieces of information that we totally don't have. Like, mm -hmm. did they sign it, mom and pop? Because then that do you know what I mean? And Right, yeah, and so according you, to this, they were always known as Nana and Pop Pop. Right, so technically, that's not Grandma and Grandpa, but if that it, it, again, that's also difficult because um, being a grandparent is one of the coolest fucking things in the world, if for only one reason, um, it's the only time in your life where you get to pick your nickname. Mm -hmm. That's right. Every other I, time in life, somebody assigns you a nickname. All right. I already it's picked the only mine. time. Oh, me too. It's the <laughs> only time. It's the only time in life where you get to be like, no, I want to be called 
whatever the fuck you say it is. All right, before we get to your question, Mike, I got to know, what did you pick for when you finally have grandchildren? Um, I'm Pop-Pop. Okay. I'm pop. I want to cool. be Pop. Pop. you birds? I chose Pappy. Pappy. Oh, very nice. Pappy just sounds, it's cool. See, now, I also wanted to, like, um, I also like Brenton's version. Um, is. We, um, when I first brought Brenton over to see my, meet my parents and visit with them and stuff, um, he kept saying Grampy in the kitchen. And what's Grampy? And like the 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 one in the kitchen. There, Grampy's not in the kitchen. Uh huh. Little Grampy. So my mu- my dad was big Grampy. And mom was little Grampy. Wow! In the very beginning, he assigned Grampy to like that 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 role. Yeah. So side of the family. Yeah. So it was it was that's Grampy, and then oh, Grampy and the King. So when he messed it up, it was big Grampy, little Grampy, and I thought that would be pretty cool too with me and Jen. That is pretty cool. And I'm gonna I'm gonna (laughs) save I'm gonna save Sammy a lot of heartache. The three of us are gonna do her job for her. Bring up that comment because Sammy's got a grandchild on the way. She hasn't decided, and the baby's coming soon. So, Sammy, we're each going to give you a suggestion, and you have to pick one because you've taken this long and you haven't chosen. We're going to do it for you. Starting with Lynch, what should Sammy's grandbaby call Uh, Sammy? If she has other kids, what do they call her? Maybe uh, first grandchild. First first grandchild. grandchild. Nana. Oh, Nana's cool. Herm? Nana. Uh, I always like Grammy. Mm. See, I'm, I'm a fan of Nana. Because but then also... when you get old, it just shortens to Graham. And you That's true. It. And you um, can use the same nickname through childhood and adult. My mother-in-law, Karen, um, is Graham. She was Grammy early on in uh, Cammy and Emma's life. Cammy, my niece, of course. And uh, Emma Burns, no relation, my daughter. And, uh, you know, she's always been, she was Grammy, now it's Graham. But I'm particular to Mimi only because it's oh, a like name. But it's not. It's not aged. You know, like Grandma or yeah, yeah, Mima yeah, yeah. or any yeah, of those. Yeah, kind of like Gigi for like Gigi for Grandma for Great Grandma. Exactly. It's exactly. Not, it doesn't depict age. It just it's it's just a, a name. All right, Sammy, you've got one week. You've got your marching orders. Get to picking, woman. Get to picking. My grandfathers were easy. They each had their own nickname in real life. Oh wow. Um, on my mother's side, his nickname was Happy, and on my father's side, his nickname was Red. So I just called him Ned, Ned and Happy. Okay, rock yeah, and mine, roll. Mine were all just Grandpa. Oh, that right. or that. I, I didn't have the it was, special it names. It was. It was. It was. It, they did. I did. I did. We didn't. We we wouldn't have used. It uh, was Grandma like, Lynch or like Grandma me, Lewis. We wouldn't have used their adult nicknames with them. It didn't matter what they were. If, I know, they they chose, though, if, they, if they said call if they me were to say, if they were to say so yeah but no it oh, was they, always just grandma and grandpa that all right yeah. all right so are you ready herm i'm ready okay this one comes from user 11997544 this was eight days ago for every holiday my mother would ask the women in the family my sister's sister-in-law my wife and female cousins to send 
samples of the desserts they plan to bring to the celebration for testing and see if the desserts could make it to the food menu. I kind of like this. All right. My wife has been complaining about my mother deliberately rejecting every dessert sample she ever sends. So many times my mother has told her that she's being honest and keeping the guests best interest at heart. Yet my wife will still think that my mother is deliberately excluding her since two of her dessert samples were rejected before. So for this year's Christmas, my mother is doing the same thing. But this time, she told every woman participating in the event to send a cookie sample and send it to her for testing. My wife took it as a challenge. And to be honest, she worked really hard to make a good sample and sent it to my mother days ago. And the results just came in. I came home from work and found my wife upset and crying. I asked, what's wrong? And she told me that my mother rejected the sample she sent and decided to exclude her from the baking food list menu for Christmas this year. I didn't know what to say, but then she told me she was backing out of the invitation to attend Christmas with my family. I was stunned when I heard her make this statement. I tried to talk to her, but she said, what's done is done. I called her unreasonable to decide to bail on the whole family over some cookie sample. That's just freaking crazy and quite unreasonable. We had a full-on argument about it, and she stated that my mother caused this, but I told her that my mother is pretty serious and careful about the food she offers to guests since many have allergies, many have preferences. I lost my sentence. Oh, yeah. And they're coming from all sides of the country. My wife told me to stop mentioning it. Later on, I heard her crying even more, despite telling her that her baking is amazing and people have preferences and allergies. That is all. Am I the asshole for insisting that her decision is unreasonable? No. Nope. Not at all. Go on. No. What you you think I don't require? You think I don't require a job like an application and references to bring to the party? I know. I couldn't just. No, I couldn't it's, just it's, bring in my party. I have final say over it. You don't like it? Don't fucking come. More food for the rest of us. Sorry. There's an update. <clears throat> oh. It says, great. So I just got off the phone with my brother, and he told me that his wife is doing the exact same thing as my wife, that she has decided to back out of the invitation to spend Christmas with my family as well. Turns out my, my, my wife must have told her about the decision, and she decided to follow suit. My brother is pissed saying my wife is encouraging his wife to do this. I see that the problem has only gotten bigger now. Who knows if my younger sister might join and decide not to go as well. I don't know how this got out of control so quickly. I guess we'll try to have a discussion with my mother about this soon and see how it goes. All right. So you can't be mad because family talks on the phone and family talks. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's going to pass around. What did, did, did the did the brother's wife get rejected too? Um, she, it so what I say. so what so but what so but the way I hear it is the losers are mad because they lost. Sounds yeah, sounds so, like it, yeah. All right, I, so the sounds like the losers that that's losers are mad because they got the they they lost the contest, and Mama don't want their food in her house. Sounds good to me. The two of y'all get together and have your own fucking Thanksgiving with a li- with little pigeons and eat whatever the fuck you want. This is my house. I make the decisions on what the fuck comes in here. Go to the Chinese buffet. Yeah. yeah. Do Jewish Christmas. Eat Chinese and eat Chinese and see a movie. 
Fire, rah, 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 rah. Rah, 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 rah. Well, yeah, seriously, I, I, I don't, I, I don't, I think she's kind of being an, an, an asshole a little bit. She is stirring the pot, but you also can't blame her because you know family talks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did 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 you did 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 Carol did Carol cancel your cookie too? Yeah, well, I'm mad. Me too. All right, you guys got to calm the fuck down. Yeah, having come from a family that took Christmas Eve and Christmas pretty serious, my my dad's side of the family was a. It, they cooked for a week, for one day. I mean, for Christ's sake, uh, a day in the morning, Christmas mm-hmm. Eve and Christmas morning. Um, my grandmother was a hell of a cook, and she would say, "No, I got this." She'd be very polite, very soft about it. Like one of my aunts would say, "I'll make that ambrosia salad." Oh no, sweetie, I've got this covered. Don't you mm-hmm. worry. Don't, I don't you know what worry. you're making. I yeah. don't know what you're making. Exactly. And she she was picky and she was very polite about it. Um, Sammy Miner, that's because you'll obviously eat anything that anybody brings to your house. Lord knows how it's made. Yes, it's family, a fun family get together, and it's perfect when all the food is done exactly the way I want it. Unless you're a gambling person, if you're a gambling person, everybody bring whatever. Yeah, you, want. you know what I mean. You play, like, you play a game. Who's gonna shit themselves this Christmas? Yeah, you want to do it? Do it to mac and cheese. You do the contest at the dinner. Everybody brings their mac and cheese. Every one thing. That's the contest. You let the people decide. But Blind vote. All right. If you want, if 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 you if you wanted to do, maybe that's maybe that's what she needs to do. Maybe that's the new tradition that she starts with her four people Thanksgiving or Christmas. There's the contest. Everybody makes a thing and we bring it and we eat it and we judge it. But at mom's house, that's how it goes the fuck down. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. Right. I, don't, I don't remember how old the wife is, but maybe she might just want to... Like seven from what I'm seeing. <laughs> Throw up a little bit? It's a fucking cookie, okay? Right? She's seven. Your husband may love caramel cookies or butterscotch cookies. Your His mother may fucking hate them. Everybody's Ooh, got their own face. How do you know your husband's you're t- telling you the truth? Exactly. He's got to live he, with you. He, right? he, he could just want to go to sleep peacefully at night. Honey, this shit's he, delicious. He could just be right. a night in shiny latex and just saying the right things. So I guess her. we're all in agreement that the husband is not the asshole. <coughs> no. <coughs> the, mother, right. the mother-in-law might be. She's got a little asshole in her, but when all you right, get, but you know, it's her house. But it's like that. It's her house, so you know, it's it's her house. It's, Everybody's got a little asshole. She's in her castle, you know. So exactly, you go into her castle. Otherwise, you host dinner at your house. It's all right, Lynch, are you ready? I am. All right. It's I don't know, me. Sammy Miner. I haven't tasted Aunt Hattie's cookies, and I'll taste mm-hmm. Aunt Hattie's cookies. Send if us some up to par. You you send us some. At dysfunctionjunction.com and <laughs> junction dysfunction we'll, we'll show at gmail.com. For for real, for real. See, oh, I like that. We used to just elbow yeah. each other and go, Don't eat yeah. that. Don't eat that. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't have no idea how that shit works. I have no idea. Don't. It was delicious that my mother made. She was fucking amazing. But yes, I can understand there's people there that no, for really, woman, send us some Aunt Hattie her cookies. So don't you can eat mail it. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lynch, are you ready? That shit on the plate that's breathing, don't eat it. This comes from Euphoric Rabbit 7706. So you already know this is going to be fun. A 21-year-old female. So she says, my boyfriend and I, he's been my boyfriend almost a year. He invited me to dinner with his family, his mom, his dad, and his 16-year-old <coughs> brother. I'd never met them prior to this. The only thing You've I knew been about them. you for a year and not 
What is the rules? Sorry. Sorry. He always breaks the rules. What did he do? I don't know why they didn't meet. Uh, it's not in the it's not in the Reddit. Damn it. Never met them prior to this. The only thing that I knew about them is that they're conservative and Christians, but lovely people. And they were. I got along really well with them before dinner. They were lovely and talkative. When it was time for dinner, my boyfriend's dad wanted to pray. After praying, he said something along the lines of, let us dig in and let the food keep us quiet. This is pretty popular saying in our country. Oh, she's not even from America. Mostly to young children in school. Let the let the food keep us quiet. Okay, my understanding is that this has always been you shouldn't speak with food in your mouth or be extremely <coughs> loud at the table. I wouldn't say it as a cultural thing, though. So I dug in. I took a bite. It was fish soup. Absolutely delicious. And, you know, like a good yeah. guest, I wanted to compliment the cook. This, this is delicious. Be some sort of asian Filipino, curry. you know, I'm, I'm some fish soup. I'm, yeah, I'm wondering if, with her being, I'm wondering if it's some sort, yeah, <laughs> like with Bruce in it. Like they the rules, it. Herm. So, oh, sorry. The rules. Sorry. <laughs> Goose Fraba. It's so much easier to ask for forgiveness than get permission. Sorry. I know, I know it is, especially with Herm, who changes the rules on the fly. So I'll continue. This is delicious. Is it saffron? This is the perfect autumn soup. My boyfriend's brother looked surprised. My boyfriend's father hushed me big time, really aggressive, with the finger over the lips. And then he said it again. Let the food keep us quiet. I apologized because I thought I had accidentally spoken with food in my mouth or something. But a few minutes passed and nobody said a word. Really awkward and really weird, especially since they had been so talkative just an hour before. My boyfriend was also unusually quiet. After a few minutes, I was too weirded out and asked about their day and how nice it was that I was invited today. The mother did the hush thing. So awkward. I think this is when it clicked. No speaking at all at the table. Let the food keep us quiet, I reminded myself. Really quiet. But this was a super awkward situation, and I couldn't deal with that. Imagine sitting at a table with five people and everybody eating soup, looking dead serious. So I laughed. It just slipped out. Ended up being told off by my brother, my boyfriend's parents that I was being disrespectful. And if I didn't respect how their household worked, I could eat alone in the kitchen. We were in a separate dining room at the time. You're at the so table. I thanked them for the food and left to the hotel that me and my boyfriend were staying at. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend later told me that that was an <laughs> asshole move. And I should have just kept quiet or eat alone in the kitchen. I understand their family traditions and rules, but it was so weird. I couldn't take it anymore. Lynch, was I being the asshole? I'm going to call an audible and say yes. That's an audible? Honestly, it's just two answers, yes or no. Um, my dad used to tell stories where you didn't talk at the, at the dinner table. Dinner was for eating. There was no, how was your dad, how was your day? Mom, what'd you do today? Son, what'd you learn in school? Um, no, dinner. the dinner table was for dinner. And you conversed afterward. Table was for eating. I, and definitely a cultural difference, I'm going to assume, between the boyfriend and the girlfriend, uh, as Mike stated, is probably an Asian thing. That sounds very, very up there alley. Um I kind of would have, if it were me, having been in that situation before, I dated a Filipino girl, and that was the situation. You ate. That's it. 
and you thanked them for the food. You talked afterward. Um, I would have just went with it. Just keep my mouth shut, eat, go along with it, and then ask questions afterward. Is this a life? Is this a family thing? Is it a right? Like when it was time for talking, That's unload, yeah, unload. All right, guys, this is really up. interesting. Um, and I, I think, and I'm noticing the cultural difference, and it's cool. And, and I'm, you know, there's a million ways to come up with that. Is that a, is that, is that religious or, you know what I mean? So you, you're, you're, you, in order to understand somebody, now I shut can up, see if, just shut the fuck up for a minute I see, and eat and then talk. I could see if time. the dad, I could see if the dad jumped up on the table, started pounding his fist and called her a cunt to leave, leave and go to the hotel. But that, right, only but happens, was, that only happens at the 99. At the 99. <laughs> that's it. Which but yeah, I mean, the, the, you know, they were very, you know, let the. Yeah. I, I mean, I they were as polite as they could be to a point. They were very tolerant. And again, context missing. Don't mm -hmm. know the background. Um, just based upon that information. Yeah, you're kind of being an asshole for getting up okay. and leaving in the middle of dinner. And it's embarrassing to the boyfriend. You got to look at look at it from issues. Dude, yeah, food, I mean, if like, the food's good, sit down, shut up, and eat the fucking food. Right. I mean, well, that, uh, and that's, the, that's the getting up and going out. That. The getting up and going out and making a scene, I think, is a little more than um, I would that's have immature. signaled, motioned, I need to talk to you in the other room right mm -hmm. now. Right. I, I mean, that's immature. Right. You know what I mean? And, like, look, this is just the way it is at dinner. I'm sorry. I didn't give you the heads up. It's always it's normal to I me. I should have so told you. Think, I'm sorry. It's normal to me. I didn't even think about it. Look, we're gonna go back. We're gonna eat. We're gonna be quiet. And then when everything's done and cleared, then we just talk our ears off. Okay. It's just dinner, the way it is here. Dinner I'm sorry. around here. Because because you 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 get used to things and the way yeah, things are. I understand. He should have given her a heads up. But yes, Sammy. But also, we all know that in comfortability, and he's in his parents' home where he probably grew up. So everything there is extremely comfortable and nothing is out of the out of ordinary. Whack. So to him, that's not even like, not even a thing. It was probably a thing when he got somewhere and realized nobody else does this. Right. So this yeah, too. if, if you had thought about it, it, a heads up maybe, but you know what? Realizing in the situation that it is, but the, again, stomping out in the middle of Christmas dinner was kind of a, uh, was, is, is a dick move it's it's mm -hmm. a move for show not trying to rectify the situation and what am i doing wrong here that so we can have a good day and damage um, control, the damage control on that is like impossible because you're right you're, right damage control could have been done yeah. in the in the talk in the right other room or not at the table in the bathroom down the hall right. duh, duh, duh. to the window to the wall no they didn't ask her to leave they said if she wasn't going to obey the custom or rule or whatever it was at the table, then she, which is their way, then mm -hmm. she would have to go sit at a table in the kitchen rather Alone. than in the in the formal dining room. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they were in a formal dining room, and there's rules in the formal dining room at that house. That's so you right. want to go sit and talk, she can go sit at the kitchen table at the eating. This dinner was ASMR. Right, you know, this is... I think this fish soup is giving me a boner. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a formal dining room thing going on because you can go sit in the kitchen. All right. So, yeah, you know, that's why I said you can go sit at the kids' table because in my house, that's what happened. You sat in the formal dining room once you were old enough, or you sat at the kids' table in a kitchen. 
Mm-hmm. That's what you get. So we're in all agreement. She's an asshole. Uh, yeah, yeah, for the walking out thing. If she'd have handled it different, she wouldn't asshole. have been. All right. Herm, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, this is a female, 28 years old. She's known as She's an throw, asshole. Th- oh, sorry. No. Female. Throw, <laughs> throw R99000. This is two days ago, so this is fresh. Fresh. 28-year-old female. I have been with my husband, Sean, 33, for two years. We've been married five months. Most of his family are decent people, but his mom can be a little passive-aggressive and tends to criticize me a lot. Sean sees it as her still not getting used to me being around, but I don't know because she treats his ex, Julie, very well. Mother-in-law says that Julie has been around the family for ages, and her past with Sean has never affected her relationship with her. Fine. I've never minded her attending every holiday and being around until yesterday. We had Thanksgiving dinner at my mother-in-law's house. Sean went there before me, and when I arrived, it was already dinner time. Everyone was seated, and I saw all the chairs were taken. I asked my mother-in-law why she didn't save me a seat, and she said, Sorry. And that one of her granddaughters decided to show up at the last minute and the chair was taken. I looked at her and then at Julie, who was sitting right next to my husband, and tried to point out how I was more deserving of that chair since I am the daughter-in-law. I know I shouldn't have said it. I know. I know. Mother-in-law flat out said that Julie is as much of a family member as me and that it was rude to imply otherwise. Julie was nodding confidently while glancing at me. I was so upset I wanted to leave but decided just to sit on my husband's lap. And act as casual as possible. I sat on his <laughs> yeah, lap. Asking, I sat on his lap asking if he was okay with this. Don't worry, I'm petite. He's strong and build. And started eating casually while smiling and complimenting the food and mentioning to Sean how warm and comfortable his lap was. The table went awkwardly silent. Brother-in-law would try to break the silence and change the subject, but it somehow goes back to being awkward. Mother-in-law and Julie were barely eating at this point and were staring at each other and then at me with eyes wide open. (coughs) Minutes later, Julie excused herself to the bathroom and so did the mother-in-law. It was still awkward, but I did my best to focus on dinner. Sean was eating just as much as well. Later, there was just so much tension between myself and the mother-in-law. We were barely able to speak after Julie left early and right in the middle of dinner. Sean and I went home and the mother-in-law tried calling uh oh, I lost it. There we go. I hate when that happens. Okay. Oh, I got it back. It was a glitch in the screen. Tried calling, but then called Sean on his phone, talked to him, and then texted me and said what I did was inappropriate and that I ruined Thanksgiving dinner and made it awkward. She said it wasn't her fault the chairs were taken and I could have dragged a chair from the kitchen, but I acted childly instead and made Julie and the rest of the family uncomfortable with how inappropriate I was. I need to mention that even if I took a chair from the kitchen, there was not enough space at the dinner table to fit. Everyone was sitting next to each other. Herm, is she the asshole? Um, yeah, I, I think so. Okay. Um, I don't know the parameters of the... Look, you can't help it when your mom loves a, a girlfriend and you're now exes, all right? It just happens. All right, you can't help. You, you really can't help that. And if the mom and the and the and the ex girlfriend have a relationship out aside, and you know what I mean, because obviously she got invited to dinner, and they're not dating. So um, there's there's 
uh, a relationship between the mother, but um, how is there room for you to eat there sitting on his lap, but not room to pull in a chair and everybody sit kind of tight or work, work, work it in? Um, okay. Yeah, you know, maybe the ex-girlfriend was there. Maybe the girl is taking a really a friendly relationship with exes that um, aren't actually, you know what I mean? There's nothing there, but they're still friends. Um, I don't know. I mean, um, I don't know if she handled it the, the, the exact right way. Oh, here we go. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Honestly, I think the whole hubby is, I think the hubby is the asshole. He should have had his seat ready for his wife. It's not the mother-in-law's job, the ex's job. It's the husband's job. So she's saying the husband is the asshole. All right. I guess so. Yeah, All right. I can All see right. that. I can see that. All right. I'm going to go a different direction. I think the mother-in-law is the asshole. I don't yeah, care. I, I, I don't I, care. My look, my mom, for whatever reason, with the exception of maybe two, love all my exes. Don't know why. My mother's just crazy like that. Herm knows this to be true. Lynch has gotten a taste of it once or twice. My mother's dumb like that, but she's a wonderful woman, and I can't fault her because they did form a bond with each other. But this is Thanksgiving dinner. Um, and yes, if you want to invite her as a guest, that's all fine and dandy, but this young lady's spot was next to her husband, not the girlfriend. The girlfriend, you, ma'am, may fuck off. The mother-in-law right. can get on the train right behind him. This girl was not the asshole. Right, and my my making her the asshole is for the way she handled that situation. Oh, but okay. No, my no, no, wife no. would have my wife would have gone and gotten a chair and asserted herself that she was who she was and her position. Mm -hmm. All right, this girl is is this girl is an assertive. All right, all right, and <clears throat> all right. Yes, maybe the husband should have made it happen. However. If this woman wants to be the strong wife she claims she is, then she needs to the the queen needs to hold her crown. Mm -hmm. Right. All right. Right. So straight up. <clears throat> okay. And, Fair enough. All right. So <clears throat> I would have asserted myself, put myself in, made my husband make room because he'd have been like, "Oh, all right, baby, sit down." And then there were you. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right. Absolutely. The, the whole display of dominance on the lap making it slightly awkward not necessary that's a game that was a game that was played not the handling of a situation and unfortunately on that note she lost right and that's why she's the asshole not because of what caused her to do what she did but it's what, what she, she did. did okay right? fair enough. and we were discussing if she's and she displayed that that's how she reacted am i the asshole for that yes okay for asserting yourself and getting a chair and slamming it in, nope, not one bit wouldn't have been. Yeah. Would have expected it. All right, Lynch, are you in agreement with this? Yeah, yeah I, Sammy, I, petty I... is ugly. It was it was a petty move, and rather than just being the alpha and just putting your fucking chair in, she had to play a fucking game. Yeah, mm. I wouldn't have played. I wouldn't have played the game. Uh, yeah, that's an asshole thing to do. It sounds like there's multiple assholes in this situation. Yeah. yeah oh, definitely. Well, definitely. You know, like like Mike Herm just said, um, I can see his wife doing that, just asserting herself and grabbing a chair and sitting down. That's mm -hmm. probably what she should have done if 
if she felt that that way in that moment. Right. Um, and she was I, actually that confident. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I I don't know. I just think that's she's bitching a bitch at this point. Pretty much. All right, dribbling. Are you ready? I was <coughs> 23 hours ago. This comes from Jason Barrett, 1029. My wife and I were invited to my brother's 31st birthday. He was single. He is single and he lives alone in an apartment. So to give you the heads up, my wife and him don't get along so well, but they can be civil enough to sit at the same table. All right. So we went and had dinner and talked and everything was going well. No argument, nothing till after my wife went to use the bathroom. Later, my brother went to use the bathroom and came back looking pissed. He kept giving me and my wife sideways looks, but I didn't know what was going on till he pulled me aside before we left and told me that my wife had left her used pad in his bathroom trash. I was shocked and didn't wait. Come on now. Let's finish it up. Let's finish it up. I was shocked and didn't know what to say because this felt highly inappropriate. He said he didn't appreciate what my wife did and that it was a sign of disrespect toward him. I apologized profoundly and said I didn't know about it. He asked me to speak to her or she wouldn't be welcome at his place anymore. So when we got in the car, I asked my wife about it. and She nonchalantly said there was nothing wrong with what she did and that my brother was being ridiculous. I kind of flipped on her and told her it was very inappropriate to leave her used pad in the bin at his place, even if it was in the bathroom and in the trash can because it made him uncomfortable. She yelled back asking, what was she supposed to do? I told her she could have took it with her and threw it outside, not in the bathroom. That's my brother's place, and he told me how he felt about it. She yelled again, calling my brother an incel. I don't understand that, but fuck it. These are the young people. Involuntarily celibate. Oh, okay. Well, fuck that. (laughs) And called me an asshole for, quote, getting in her face about it. She said she needed to use the bathroom, and it's not like the pad was dropped in the sink or on the floor. She dumped it in the trash can. At home, we still argued about it, and she kept on calling me my and my brother names. She currently is not speaking to me and is avoiding me entirely. Regardless, I feel like it's his place, and he gets to express what makes him uncomfortable inside it. I can't give info or expand on what was seen, but I can tell you that the trash can does not have a lid. It's not like one of those trash cans that have a lid on top and you can push it or whatever. What I want to emphasize is on the fact that as guests, we should take respect of people's homes and not argue about what makes them uncomfortable. He said it made him uncomfortable, and that should, in my opinion, be acknowledged. Lynch, is he the asshole? Um, I would freak out if somebody put a tampon in the trash. Exposed. I did that last week. Well, tampons don't go in the trash. They get flushed on the toilet. This is a pad. You can't this flush a big ass thing. And I have questions. Because well, it's Lynch's turn. Let's no, no, no. Wait. I'm just saying. I have questions. Go ahead. Keep them. Keep them. I can't wait because you're gonna you're gonna be fired up. <laughs> uh, uh, no, he's not the asshole. I would freak the fuck out on her. Hmm? That that's okay. just disgusting. That's disgusting. Like I wouldn't take a shit in anybody's bathroom and not flush it. It's, to me, it's the same. That's thing. a good point. Well, the, it's, right. just, it's or leaving the nasty, shitty paper in the toilet with shit side up, just kind of floating there, staring at you. It's the all same right. thing to me. All right, that's just gross. Wrap it up. Right. Wrap it up. You put it. Hold on, Stemmy. Hold on, girl. I'm listening. That, that's about all I got on that. <clears throat> all 
All right. Sammy, answer me a question. Uh, when you go to the bathroom and you change your pad um, and you open it up, um, isn't pretty much every girl, like, the, isn't it the unknown thing that when you take the new pad out and then you take the old pad off and you roll it up in a plastic pouch that the new pad came in? And because usually it's got another sticky and it rolls in and it sells sticks. Am I right? Uh, and then you toss that in the garbage and it's a little tiny thing. Um, uh, I, I got to be honest, every girl on the planet knows this. Um, I don't know a girl on the planet that is brazen and bold enough to go in there, whip out a, 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 a half a bed sheet with blood on it and lay it flat on top of the on the on top of the toilet. I don't know a woman that is so indiscreet uh, as, as, as as such. Um, I got to be honest. I think the brother's fucking overreacting because he's single. But as uh, all of you know, you've lived with women. Every woman on a planet pretty much does that. Lynch, go in there. I mean, if, you know what I mean? They have like little pouches that they put what I'm in saying. The it, you pull it out and the thing pad comes out. And you take and you set it down or on your leg. Or, I mean, girls are sitting on the toilet. So you have to work with what you got. You got legs. That's your lap. You set the old one on one leg. You reach in. You take the old one out. You do your thing. You stuff it in the bag. You throw it in the trash. Now, in a public bathroom, they have a separate bin for such things. They do. All right. They do it. But that's, that's, but that's health code in an establishment. At home, they use the trash and because they use the trash that's why they've designed these little plastic envelopes to stick the old one in because they've built in discretion into the product i can't help i cannot help but right now it's in my head i have to sing it out loud you put the new one in you take, you the, take old the old one, one out you, you put fold the it in the envelope and, and you then you throw it, it out <laughs> yeah 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 i like your ending better that's so gross. We're going to hell. But you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. All right. If she whipped that puppy out and laid it out like an American flag. Yeah. All right. We got a problem. But if she was like her, you can hate us all. It's all right. Yeah. We're the we're the three that you love to hate. Mwah. We're the um, ones your mom warned you about. That's right. And yet so you gross. come back every week. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it is. It is gross. And unfortunately for us, it's, um. Well, I mean, you know, y'all. Y'all like pussy. It's one of the conditions of having one around. Mm -hmm. There you go. Exactly. I'm there going with the brother. The brother's an asshole. The woman's the asshole. The dude who said, you know, you shouldn't have done this, not the asshole. I'll agree with uh, that. The husband's right. I'll agree The with husband's that. right. Do we have time for one more? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. We got, we're, at, we're, at, we're at an hour and 18 Hour and twenty right now, yeah. This is Herm. It's your turn, and this is right up your alley. I can All see right. you do. I I pre-read this because the title got me, and I was like, "Oh, this is a Herm thing. This is easily going to be your favorite." And we'll close it out after that. We're going to do this again next month because this is too much fun. See you all hate periods till a girl misses one. Yeah, sure. No, I had to snip. If the girl misses one, it's, it's not, not mine. your fault. That's right. All right. <laughs> Herm, are you ready? I am. Are you ready? Yes. Lynch, Lynch, put your listening ears on. You are going to love this. All right. My fiance and I are getting married. 
We've decided that the wedding is going to be child-free. No hate towards children, but it's just to keep it more organized and contained. My brother Chris and his wife have, th- have a three-year-old son that everyone calls the miracle or the rainbow baby. He came after several failed pregnancies that lasted for years. When they found out that my nephew was not included and is part of the no children rule, they tried to convince me to make an exception. Chris told me his son is a miracle baby and his presence at the wedding will bring blessings for me and my fiance. I refused and said no. The wedding is child free. His wife kept sending my fiance pics of my nephew when he was months old. Why did she do this? I don't know. I told them no and to please stop. My brother told me this might cause a rift in our relationship. I again said no and expanded on the point that the wedding is child free. He asked again, and I pointed out, how is his baby different since he's a rainbow or miracle baby? Stop it. Right. Wait for it, Herm, because it's coming. This is a Herm move. I've read this one. I've read this one before. Go. Go. Okay, he asked again, and I pointed out, how is his baby different since he's a rainbow or a miracle baby? I again said no and explained that the wedding is child-free. i got to rub my eyes, something in it. Here we go. They, they, They brought it up when they visited our home recently, and I knew they weren't going to stop. So I made flashcards in advance with the phrase, the wedding is child-free period and pulled them out and started slowly showing the flashcards one by one in this order the wedding with a sticker of a bride and a groom is child with a sticker of a baby free with the circle and the slash sign and period with a huge black dot they were both stunned I asked I asked if they get it now, and Chris lost his shit. His wife had already grabbed her stuff and walked out. Chris called me an asshole for doing this and said I disrespected him, his wife, and their son, who is my one and only nephew. He rushed out after we argued. My fiancé saw the whole thing and thought that it was funny, but my parents and Chris are beyond livid at this time. They're telling everyone about the amount of disrespect and mockery I had displayed toward them, and I'm being told to, and I quote, fix it now. And is this person, the female who had to make the flashcards, is she the asshole? No. <laughs> what, the, the husband's backing it up, right? Yes, he is. thousand percent. He said it was funny. No, then it's their decision. They're getting married. It's their wedding. That's you, right. Uh, 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 the, the miracle child can fuck off. That's right. <laughs> Lynch. Fuck off. I, I agree with that. You know, I child free. I can understand why there is a child free wedding. We only had two at all. I'd have bought yard signs and put them in. Like yeah. going down the street. So as you approach the house, hey, the, the wedding, wedding is, is child, child free. free. <laughs> it's like you go to a place that says no dogs allowed. Well, my dog, no. No dogs allowed. Is that a service animal? No, it's just my little Fluffy. Get Fluffy the fuck back in the car. See, that doesn't matter here. People just walk into the. I know, and I get that. It's really awesome. It's cool. It's awesome. I don't think it's a bad thing, but but if you own a business and you say no dogs, no fucking dogs. That's if that's your rule. That's your rule. Okay, that's That's, right. That's all there is to it. But yeah, no, she's not an asshole at all. Nope. No. As a person, I had a child-free wedding. It was lovely. Mm Hmm. I. I. I didn't have my own kids there. Lynch. He was in, my, he was in the wedding, yes. and then I well, sent him away. There you go. Yes. Uh, Lynch, you, without 
children. However, you who had a wedding that I was not invited to, you cocksucker. Um, did you have kids at your wedding or was it child free? Um, we only had two. Okay. Two kids, uh, the flower girl and my my nephew, who was only yeah, th- a, a year old at the time. I think at my wedding, there was two kids. They were both under two years old. And um, it was fine. You know, when they do that that dollar dance for the uh, bride and groom, the, the first person in line is starting to walk up. And my my aunt-in-law, I guess you'd call her Kim, wonderful human being, comes running up with my niece, Cammy and a burp towel, put 20 bucks in the thing. And my first dollar dance was with my one-year-old niece. And and she's still she's 15, almost 16. Now she loves that story. She thinks it's the greatest thing ever. Nice. Uh, I don't think she's the <laughs> asshole at all. I no. think I'm going to give her a tip of the hat, asshole, for the flashcards. That was a brilliant fucking move. If you can't understand, she's not an post- asshole, but that was a great asshole move. Exactly. In return, if you didn't. Yes. You, we, You've yes. been told 17,196 times child free wedding. You keep no bringing it up. Thank you. At the wedding. You know, I don't have the time or the crayons to explain this to you any further. I'm going to make you some flashcards. Hopefully you'll get it. That's that. Sammy says, I've never been married, but regardless, if someone's hosting an event of any kind, it's their event, their decisions. The end. Thank you. Right. I mean, like, there's, there's, look, my roaster is pretty much an adult-only event, and everybody is informed that adult things happen there. Okay. Chris so, might start a fire. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, your, your children could see some illicit shit. Sophia, now, get away from the fire. Right. <laughs> Jesus. And bring me a beer. Um, <laughs> so you could see some illicit shit at a party. Just letting you know, not judging if you don't do that. But if you want to bring your kids, just be aware of what they could see. Mm-hmm. No, this isn't Disney on ice. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's not and baking soda Lynch. on that table. No. Where'd he go? I don't know. Maybe he's getting the flashcards to explain Maybe. to us how dumb we are. Maybe. Oh, I thought, and when I read that one, I was like, I'm saving that. That's got to be a Herm one. I'm glad we had time to get that one in because I pictured in my head you, and I know your your son has a girlfriend. I don't know if she has kids. Like, well, uh, how come my girlfriend's kid can't come to the wedding? <laughs> It is child free. <clears throat> For and then real. A picture, and then a picture of a spread butt so he sees the asshole. <laughs> it's child free. Asshole. That was the that was the most Herm thing I read in all of them. That yeah, it was it's a great story. It it really is. Because like they just don't get it. Mm-hmm. And there I'm all and I'm turned off immediately. It's the miracle, baby. Oh Christ. Oh, I get Christ. it. Look, you know, if you if you've had, you know, rough pregnancies and we know you know one of our good friends his wife had a rough pregnancy and lost a baby and it's it's a terrible thing but you know you bounce back you get over it yes the hurt's still there but child free is child free fuck off there's there's no making an exception because you happen to finally have a kid hooray good for you we're very proud we love the child but no it's not not invited no what, what is a baby i don't know it's like while we wait for Lynch, I got to tell you this fantastic story that happened to me the other day. Um, actually, Sammy Miner's already heard this story. So, Sammy, uh, tune out if you like or stay with us, whatever you want. 
I was talking to a young lady from one of these stores that I deal with. And again, her and I have different views on abortion. Oh, look, it's El Falcon. Look at that sexy motherfucker. That is the best luchador you never heard of until today. Wow. Can I tell a story without El Falcon? Yes. Okay. Someday, someday I'll bring El Falcon to the show. So she and I both have dis- you know, different opinions on abortion. That's fine. You've heard mine. All of you have heard mine. I'm not – I like to think I'm pro-life, but I think there's reasons and different things. I'm not going to go over them all here. So she overheard me talking to another one of my colleagues about the whole transgender issue. Nothing bad. You know, much like we've said here, you want to live your life a certain way? Live your life a certain way. Do your thing. Now, this young lady decided to chime in and say, well, studies show. Here he comes. What the fuck computer is back in the house? What the hell? My computer side took a shit on me. Well, stick around. Somebody's going to take a shit on me for the end of this story. So she says, you know, some studies show that babies in the womb can tell if they're transgender. Thank you for opening the door because here comes Chris. I said, okay, wait a minute. So if if I know somebody who's pregnant and that baby knows that they're transgender in the womb and she decides to have an abortion, is that now a hate crime? And she stopped just like Herm's face. She stopped dead. Well, um, well, what you're telling me right now is that this baby is a sentient being. It has thought. It feels pain. It has feelings. Uh, am I twitching? It is just a little bit. Are you? I think I think I'm stroking out just a little bit. The left side of my face is. I'm gonna look like Jim Ross by the end of. Magoda, my witness. He's been broken in half. Okay. Okay. And I, I asked her. I said, "You can't have it both ways. Either it's a clump of cells, like you've been telling me forever and an hour, or that baby's a sentient being with thought and feelings and knows it's transgender before it's born. Which is it?" Well, uh, uh, I don't think you deserve an answer. That's because you can't give one. Get out of my fucking face. Well, I Not love having... it. I, I yeah. love You're freezing Sorry. up on us bad, you brother. Yeah, he is. That's... Ooh, his voice got all deep. All right. All right, Lynch is frozen out. Yes, You're frozen is. out. So, Herm, what do you think? <laughs> well, you, you you can't have it both ways. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lynch you is just, back. I think you can't have. Yes, he is. You can't have it both ways. Um, first of all, no, the baby doesn't know if it's transgendered. Okay, um, but studies uh, show. Studies show this that then there's studies that you ran on the read off the back of a cereal box mm-hmm. um, studies who really who's who's really so they've they've talked to the to the the embryos mm-hmm. and the embryos have vocalized well, no, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be fetal at this point because that's what now i'm you... saying yeah, yeah so so oh my bad wrong terminology i did i assume it's stayed in the game i did <laughs> did i assume your stage of life my bad um <laughs> All right, so they've talked to the fetuses, the feti, um, and all of the 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 in the conglomerate of of fetuses have all said and returned speech with thought 
that they feel that they're misgendered already. They sent smoke signals right, out so, of mom's so, I was just going to say, so wait a minute. So you've literally got a nub, all right, which basically is the sex nub on a baby. And it either is, it's it's the same little nub on a male or a female. And all it does is either stays a little tiny nub and is the clitoris or the nub grows, then it becomes a penis. So you've talked to the fetuses before they've actually been sexed themselves. They've actually produced a sex organ and they've already determined that whatever one they're getting is going to be wrong. Mm -hmm. All right. And I'm remember how long it took study. you to teach your kids how to speak? And these, these fetuses these people already just know. went right in and they went. Oh, Okay, uh, two things. Uh, Sammy says, uh, how can you know if you're transgender if you don't even know what or anyone or anything is yet? Good call. I never told you guys about Hunter's delivery. Wait, Hunter. Ow, fucker. Anywho, I want to know more about Hunter had the baby? Yeah, you got to turn that off. Lynch is taking us into the Twilight Zone, and I'm not. I didn't buy a ticket. Yes, he is. And we're going through the twilight zone. All right, we're good. All right, we're good. Oh, all right. Anyway, uh, no, you cannot know your transgender in the womb. No, you are not assigned to sex at birth. You are assigned two things, a name and a social security number. That's it. That's it. By the way, they make that decision about genitalia. Get the key word there, genitalia. They, they tell what gender you are. All of this is in your head. Live the way you want to live. Don't care. Doesn't hurt me. Doesn't make me or make me any money or take money away from me. That's all I care about. But stop it. Stop it trying to make fetch happen. You're not going to tell me that a baby in the womb knows. Well, I'm looking at this little pecker down here. Oh, wait, I got to be sitting upside Whoa. down. Whoa. What's yeah. that extra hand down there isn't <laughs> supposed to be there. <laughs> She keeps grabbing at me. Why am I right. growing an extra hand? <laughs> so it took, I know how long it took to get my daughter to speak. I've been around your son and Herm and your oldest son, I should say. And I know how long it took him to get to speak. Yeah, I like mean, last week. I was going to say it's about a month ago, but at least in full sentences. The grunting and pointing has been working for 20 some years now. I'm glad I'm glad good. to hear the, I'm glad to hear the flashcards worked out for you. But stop it. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Stop trying to get everybody on board with the transgender thing. None of us are afraid of it. None of us. We understand where words come from and words have meaning. So stop it. Uh, I guess Sammy's going to tell us about Hunter. Oh, when she had Hunter. Never mind. That's another show for another time. Wait, she's going to show boobs? Oh, yeah, I did see another show, boobs. Well, it's a family show. <laughs> Unless we go to the Golden Banana again. So, yeah, well, no, technically I marked this as explicit, so we could see titties. It's Ooh. all right. I'm just saying. Sammy's, whip, Sammy's whipping <laughs> the puppies out next week. <laughs> oh, maybe. We got a maybe. Ooh. Herm, Herm, what Don't was Don't be surprised the... if you get sent a link to the show next week. Just saying. Herm, Where's what was... pretty? <laughs> what was the line before they were... it was Beavis and Butthead and Beavis said something and Butthead said, yeah, and I would like to ask them, how... oh, 
about going into the girls' locker room and being an investigative reporter. He's like, yeah, and find out how they'd like to please Big Daddy Butthead. Big Daddy Butthead. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. You don't want to score. Oh, that's how I felt during the fourth <laughs> quarter of the uh, Michigan-Ohio State game. You don't want to score? How about not scoring with this? And beating Derek's TV with a rock. Uh-huh. And then Derek made a joke. He goes, Chris, I don't have a TV anymore. Why not? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. That's why. All right. So Sammy says she's in. She's got to be she's here. In. We'll put her on. We'll have a good time. And uh, pro- programming note for all of you loyal dysfunctionals. We will have a show next week. The following Monday, I will be on a plane. So no show on the 12th of December. We will return on the 19th. All right. Even on a jet plane. But I, I do know when I'll be back again, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. back, If I didn't come back, you'd see me in the news with the headline, A Florida Man. Oh, I could be. Fl- oh, you know what? I lived down there for a year. I almost did some stupid shit, but I'm not going. It's a good place to visit. I don't want to live there. Florida man naked oh. down the street with a machete in his hand. <laughs> Guys, um, I don't know who has the information that can share with either one of you two. Um, it's Peacock. It's tomorrow night. It's the Casey Anthony documentary. Don't Ooh. forget to watch it. I'd love to discuss it a little bit next week. It's her I first on-camera interview since what happened with her daughter. Uh, found innocent, but I don't think... Oh, found not guilty, but I don't think she's innocent by a long shot. Oh, hell no. Not at all. Nope. Bitch did it. She's probably, she's probably less guilty than OJ, but she still got something to do with this. Oh God, yeah. I mean, oh, and I'll never forget. And I just because I mentioned it early in the show when you had to get up for something. I was talking to my good friend Chad Hatfield earlier today for a very long time, and I reminded him when I saw the ad. I'm like, you know, your girl's going to be on TV. Who's that? Like, Casey Anthony goes, man, she is still hot, isn't she? I'm like, dude. I was. He's not, I lived. He's not wrong. I, well, he's not wrong. I lived in Florida when this was going on, the search for Kaylee Anthony, and then they found her like a couple days after my birthday. And, you know, kind of it was all over Florida. Then it became huge national news. But that was, you know, Chad came down about a month later and it was on the news again. You know, they're preparing her for trial or they're doing this. And <clears throat> he goes, he just looked at the TV and goes, I'd throw it in her. <laughs> that's a little sick but all right chad you do you <laughs> yeah I, I i could or you I could yeah <laughs> oh, anyway only one of us how about that oh Alyssa yeah we'll, we'll talk about Alyssa Mono. how dumb is that cunt um about as dumb as the day is long um so if you guys really... haven't heard about this go ahead yeah. please um so she decided to post on twitter that she turned in her Tesla and bought a Volkswagen EV electric vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, she can't support the hate and whatever the fuck she said about the white supremacy, white supremacy. And the best thing ever happened. The comment, the below, Hodge twins love these guys. The Hodge twins, the Hodge twins said, you do realize that VW was started by Nazis and Hitler, right? To Elon, to Elon Musk reply of a, Smiling, cracking up, laughing, hundred mm-hmm. uh, percent. It just put it warmed the cockles of my heart. 
Oh, it kind of got me in the subcockle region. I was, I was, it was Ooh, hilarious. Subcockles. That's right. <clears throat> I was, I was very impressed by the Hodge twins and Elon Musk for the way they handled it. I think but it was classy. It just, I it, it, was go, it goes to show you that woke is a joke because they'll speak on anything they don't like. You're a Nazi. You're a racist. You're a bigot. You're this. But you're going to shit on me for simply being white or because I hold some conservative views or I sit on I sit over here and I think this or I sit over here and I think this. What happened to tolerant and inclusive? I, I was watching the other night on um, the YouTubes, of course. Uh, I don't remember who it was. But he was talking to a college student, and he was trashing the college student was trashing the police, and tell you know they're ty tyrants and this that and the other thing. We need to defund the police, and the, he mentions that he got arrested. So the guy holding the mic says, "Well, what'd you get arrested for?" Well, I sat <laughs> Say down, it, Mike. Say it. What do you do? What do you do? I sat down in the street, and the guy holding the mic says, "Well, you do realize that is against the law, mm -hmm. and it can get you arrested." And the, literally, the guy just stood there. I could hear his brain melting. <laughs> and he just said, I got nothing else. I got to go. <laughs> yeah, oh right. Like that, like the girl, like the girl man person in What is a Woman, where he's standing there. You know, what is a woman? I don't know. Well, are you a cat? No. Can you tell me what a cat is? And she just walks away. That was a mistake, and I shouldn't have been here. I shouldn't have been here whatever I, I agree you should not there's no here. if you can't define something you can't you can't be something you know uh years ago lynch i think you were the first person to comment on it when i shared it four or five years ago the young lady i can only assume at one of ben shapiro's appearances talking about why girls should be allowed why can't girls be allowed in the boy scouts and he says because it's in the name boy scouts it's it's yeah. a group it's a focus group much like you know, I can't be in the 60 and over granny knitting club because I'm not 60 or over, nor am I a granny, depending on how I identify you today. You can't join AARP at 30 years old. No, but you can't. You can, can at, actually. You can you at can 50. Be, you can join AARP at any age. They prefer you're 50 or older because it's good for their numbers, but you can report, you can actually join anytime and let me yeah. tell you they got great rates on airfare and travel and hotels well, bro remind I, me to I tell am, you guys off air about the letter i got in the mail the other day i i am i am joining so i joined just for this fucking move i joined just for Anyways. trips and gas and shit uh, it worked great so the, que the, the question he had for her he says you know i know it's not polite to ask someone how old they are but you're a young person you're you go to college how old are you she says i'm 23 and he looks her dead in the eye and goes, why aren't you 60? Why aren't you 60? Yep. And she gives him a, a strange look, says, well, if, if, if you can say you're this or you're that, why can't you identify as being 60? Then I would have to accept it. That's what you want is acceptance. You don't want reality. You want acceptance. Right. And going toward whatever because, it is that you believe. Right. And because I do go to therapy and I listen, I read a lot of the pamphlets that are there. And one of them is now talking about gender affirming psychiatry. Yeah. Psychiatry is not there to affirm what you believe. Cause then I'd be in there every Wednesday or I'm sorry, every Tuesday night, I get my days mixed up. Wednesday's the speed review. Check us out this week. We got Shane meal. Uh, that accent was horrendous. I'll share the video with you guys. Um, <laughs> If, if I went in every Tuesday night and just said some really stupid stuff, that psychiatrist would, 
psychiatrist would say, your dad's an asshole, your mom's an asshole, Herm's an asshole, Lynch is an asshole, everybody you know is an asshole, and you're perfect. That's called being like a grandmother. That's not being a psychiatrist. My grandfather told me until the day he died I was the most perfect human being on earth, and I almost believed him. Yeah. That's not, a, that's not the job of a psychiatrist. No. It, the job of a psychiatrist is to help you. Yep, get you to you. identify you and move forward. Right. And yeah, not, it's all about um, developing a relationship but allowing you to feel comfortable yeah. to speak yeah, and I, analyze yourself in a safe place. It's mm-hmm. not about, yeah, it's yeah, it's not about affirming shit. No, and I, I don't prescribe that bullshit. Uh, I go to a therapist as well and we talk about what's wrong with me um, mm-hmm. and how I fix me and what I need to work about. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't need to be affirmed who I am. I already know who I am. I'm broken and I want to fix myself. So that's what we work on. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no, there's no affirmation needed for me to know that I, I'm a work in progress. I always will be a work right. in progress. And that's some of the beauty of the 12 step program that I'm sure you're still doing at this moment oh, in time. Yeah. Oh yeah. But the 13th step really is the most important and it reads as follows and Herm chime in anytime you want made a list of all the people all persons that real that or had, imaginary who had harmed us and swore, and swore to, to get, get even. Get even. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Damn straight. There was nothing better than breaking that out at an Alateen meeting and watching the sponsors just go. (laughs) Did he just say that? Yes, he he did. did Just say that. Stick around. Wait till we do the prayer. Your father. (laughs) That's right. Your father. Before I found religion, and again, I'm not an overly zealous religious person, as you both know, but it was the funniest shit listening to Herm loud and proud. Your father, who art in heaven. Oh, uh, uh, yes. 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 Rabble, rouse, rabble rousers since the day we were born. Yes. Well, yes. since I since I got that letter in the mail, I may as well tell you guys about it. I got Welcome to the 50 Club. AARP wants you to join. Oh, nice. And we'll give you this cool trunk organizer gimmick that my grandmother had. Yeah. And I'm not or the, liking or the, it. Or the, or, the, or the USB hub. Oh, I don't, I don't, I didn't get that one. I yeah, got the, I got that the, or a USB hub, and I took the USB hub because I use oh, it for the show. I can see why. <laughs> Maybe I could use a trunk organizer. I don't know. What I do know is I'm okay with 50. That's coming up real soon. What I'm not okay with is the thought that because I'm turning 50, I am eligible for AARP. You, AARP, are the other asshole of the week, and you, sirs or ma'ams, may fuck off. See? See? See, that's the club, baby. It's great discounts on travel. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, I'd, rather belong, I'd rather belong travel. to AAA than the AARP. Uh, AAA doesn't work as well as AARP. You're old. There's only one group I don't want to join, and that's the KKK, so I'm going to say it right now. No, we're not doing that one. Absolutely not. I'm, a, I'm not okay with the KKK. Neither am Neither. I. They're, the, they're assholes. Right. Yes. And they're scumbags. All right, scumbags. so like, next week we're, we'll be back. And um, maybe uh, uh, we're going to have Sammy on. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. But we'll find a topic. <laughs> she and said gonna, she's in, so we'll we're see. Gonna, we're going to ambush her with a topic. Oh, we'll hit her with something. What in the fuck Uh-oh. is that? I don't know. Is that your crotch? Oops. 
I got Thank nothing. You, I got nothing. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we are out. Peace out, ladies and gentlemen.